Welcome everybody to Down the Rabbit Hole. We're not conspiracy theorists, we're conspiracy realists. Yes. Each week, me, Big D, and him, it's Brandon Valentine, we go down the rabbit hole with you. Looking at conspiracies, looking at theories, strange events, all kind of nonsense that's out there in the world. Could be true. Could be. Could be complete BS. But that's our job and your job. Oh, yeah. What we all need to do, though, is open our minds, take it for what it is. Oh, yeah. And that's a big part about these. A lot of these, I mean, there's a lot of them that I've gone into going, yeah, that's crap. And then I start reading it and I'm like, well, <laughs> they're, they're, some of them, they are crap. I mean, there's a lot of BS in these, but a lot of them, there's some little, little nugget of truth well i think every theory every every conspiracy every um story starts with some obviously starts with something yes. nobody just makes something up unless you're on you know like you know some of these websites are people just working hard to start a theory and and get you know go viral with some sort of story or whatever like but the time cube yeah but the reality is <laughs> The reality is things that we're looking at and the things that we're looking into in general have a beginning in some event or some sort of truth yes. or some sort of perception that sparks a movement, sparks yeah. a belief system, sparks all kind of stuff. And um, so, you know, we've gone over some really cool stuff. I thought we'd start off with a... Uh, COVID update because there's a lot of develop, oh, yeah. lot of developing things over this past week and, and it's just going to continue. Oh, it is. Uh, it's um, a lot of people do not want to believe, and I don't blame them because it, it would melt your mind if you really just step back, cut through the noise, and think for yourself. Oh, yeah, and people don't want to. I mean, it is so hard, and it's so much because, I mean, I know you're not really on Facebook anymore. No, I left and it a long time ago. They scare me there. I think I need to leave it at this point, but, I mean, I try to, you know, promote shows and stuff on there. Um, yeah, there are so many people that just don't want to believe. They're like, the government is telling me that this is how it is, and that's how it is. And it's like, That is a massively dangerous position. It is. Think for yourself. Don't there's trust so your eyes. Yeah, and there's so many trust books your senses. out there. I mean, you know, there, there's just the name of the Hunger Games, which yes, it's a child's series and a child's books, but really that's what it's all about is government control and screwing over the people. The Long Walk by Richard Bachman or Stephen King, whichever way. I mean, he wrote it as Richard Bachman, but it's right. Stephen King. The Long Walk is an, another amazing one of the government twisting us and making us do what they want. The Running Man, another one by you know Stephen King. I mean, it's. There are so many stories and so many movies out there about people believing their government and the government just raping them in the ass. Well, I want to highly, highly, highly recommend a, a documentary that came out just a couple of days ago. And it has already, and I'm, I'm telling you, you really, really need to go see this, go see it right now before it gets yanked. And I'm not, and I'm not being overly dramatic about it because oh, no, it'll be there are a lot of things on youtube that i will watch and go and recommend people go back to and, and they're, they're gone. gone and it happens 
Don't kid yourself. It happens all the yes, time. Because they get posted, and then people realize the people in power. Well, this realize. one in 24 hours has 1.5 million views. Wow. Right? And I guarantee you it won't be up for long. Uh, it should be trending on their, you know, their, their front page as, uh-huh. you, know, you know, one of the, the hot new videos. It's buried. You, you, so it is called Out of Shadows. Okay? Not Out of the Shadows, but Out of Shadows. It is a powerful, it's about an hour and 15 minutes or so long, hour and 17 minutes. Unbelievably powerful. I'm going to have to find that one. It's about a guy. Well, it's not about a guy. It is a guy. He was, he's a stuntman uh, in Hollywood, was like the number one stuntman in all of Hollywood, and uh, then became a uh, fight coordinator for movies and d- in deep in Hollywood. And he, he's, he's out to expose what's going on in Hollywood. And it, and it is, it is amazingly eye opening. I, I can't recommend it enough. And if you think the government, if you think the government is telling you the truth about anything, anything, no. wake up. And this COVID thing is, is, is exactly the same thing. I want to talk about personal experiences first before we get into uh, some of the other crazy stuff that's going on. And then we'll bring in our brand new special feature because it ties into this. Um, one of the things, one of the common themes I've been seeing that is, I would say, not in the alternative press, but buried by the press. Yes. Has been this, there's a, there's a, a it's a common theme that's going on is there are doctors who are coming out to the national media. This isn't like in Cracked or Mad Magazine or, you know, you know, uh, National Lampoon or, you know. Onion. Yeah, or yeah, any of that stuff, National Enquirer. These, these are from really legit news sources and from local news. Uh, the guy that I heard here locally was on our local, you know, ABC affiliate. And I've heard it from Michigan, I've heard it from locally here, California, New York, all over, where they are talking about, these are doctors who are on the front line saying the truth about what's happening, about a lot of the deaths that are going on right now are not even COVID related, but they're making them, making them sign off on their death certificates that they are COVID deaths. Like yeah, they're, they're, they had they're, a symptom. They're pumping the numbers. So somebody could come in from a car wreck who has COVID symptoms and it is marked down as a COVID death. Now, I know that's hard to believe, and you're saying, Big D, you're crazy. Well, it's not me saying this. Oh, no, I've seen the same, I've seen the there same thing. There are many, many out there. And, uh, you know, I thought about compiling them and playing for you, but it, it, it doesn't do justice just to hear it. You got to yeah. see it. So I highly recommend you, if you go to YouTube or just Google up doctors um, warning about COVID deaths or something like that, and it'll, they'll all come up. There's, there's not just one. There are several oh, of them. There's multiple. And there's, yeah, because I've seen a couple of people, and, you know, because we have a, a friend of the show that does, you know, Veg, sleazy vegetable Joe. Yeah, 
And he's mentioned that on one of his I saw on Facebook where there's someone arguing with him that, no, that wouldn't happen. It's like, no, here is where it is happening. And doctors are saying we are being told that if a person has anything that could considerably be thought of as COVID, sign them up, mark it as a COVID death. There was a doctor, I believe it's in Minnesota, who was handed by the state a stack of death certificates that were already pre-filled out covid deaths and said anybody who dies basically just you fill these out yeah and he was balking you know he was like well that that's not no that's not how it's really going on he said that doesn't matter you that's what you're supposed to do three gunshots covid uh another thing that i've seen and you've seen personally yes is we've all seen on tv and heard on tv and the news about the overruns at the hospital. Yes. Uh, how there's no, there's lines and lines of people, and they're packed to the gills. And so we've had to build these mobile hospitals and and units beside the hospitals the to to handle the overflows. Yeah, they had to build a huge 150 bed um, temporary hospital at was it Safeco Field? Yeah, or? and they just took it down. Not one person was admitted there not one they built this entire thing and not one person was there zero used it that's the other thing is you keep seeing because they even said like if you went down to safeco and gave blood they would give you two free tickets and all this stuff and saying oh everyone needs blood go get blood i've had two appointments in the last week to give blood and both times i've gotten emails that said hey we've got a surplus we don't need it wow yeah uh so i drive my blood type so i drive by Three main hospitals, three major hospitals that are supposedly in ground zero of Washington State. Yes. They're in Bellevue, Kirkland. Kaiser, which is a monster hospital. Oh, huge. Right across the street is Overlake Hospital, which Where is. Where Beach was born. Which is a huge hospital. Mm-hmm. And then I go by Swedish, which is another big. Yes. These are big hospitals. This isn't like your, day, your little check in clinic. These are like block long hospitals, yes. huge. Huge. They are absolute ghost town. Yes. There's no there. I, I the the parking garages like on a normal average everyday like you know I'll just say you know four months ago it was a you know there's cars coming in and out people can't find parking there's a line to get in for appointments and everything as far as cars go. There's activity. There's people crossing the road and the crosswalk and doctors and nurses going around. I mean, it's, it's, bu- it's buzzing. Yes. I looked at, I looked all last week as I drove by into the parking garages. On the main floor, there were maybe 20 cars and massive open spots and nothing above. There's, there's no ambulances running in and out. There's no lineup at the front door to get in. There's no waiting lists. There's no nothing. There's no yeah. temporary tents outside. I don't see the people walking around with masks on. Nothing. All three hospitals completely empty. And you? Yeah, I went to a Capital Medical Center in Olympia. And when I was there, literally when I parked, uh, I was the first car in line into the emergency department. Like there was no other, there was maybe 20 cars in the whole parking lot. That's insane. 
And I mean, you can't, that's, that's better than a Sunday. Yeah. When I walked up, um, you could only go in one entrance. There was two security guards standing there with no masks on. But as you walked closer, they put the mask on to like talk to you. And then when you walked in, they immediately ask you questions. Have you been around anyone that's sick? Do you feel sick? Blah, blah, blah. And then they would take your temperature and give you a little wrist brace that said, okay, I've had my temperature taken and answer the questions. I'm okay. Hand you a mask. And then you can go around the hospital. And there was the hospital. Yeah, you sent me pictures. Was dead empty. I mean, no, there was nobody there. From the time it took me to walk from there cause to the cafeteria, which is where I was going, because that's where I had to do my job, and I was there for seven hours, there was n- I saw one other person. So is that protocol for anybody who enters? Does they have that was to- a protocol for anybody who entered. Because I don't I, think I don't know this for a fact, but uh, driving by the hospitals that I've been at, I see people going in and out. Uh, you know, a few people going yeah. in and out the front doors, and nobody's wearing masks. In fact. Uh, in what I do daily is I drive people here and there. Yeah. And uh, one of my runs in the morning, I typically uh, on a normal day would take about, I'll say, 20 people from downtown Bellevue over to these hospitals because they're all going to work. They're doctors, nurses, yeah. whatever. Over the last two weeks, it's dwindled down, down, down. And this last week, there were four of them on my bus. They're the only four. And then I, so I asked them, I said, what's... Like, where is everybody? Is there people sick? Like, what's going on in the hospital? They said, no, they've all been, they've all been let go. They're either on vacation or they're on, uh, they've been forced sick time because there's nothing to do. Yeah. Nothing to do. That's how it was when I was there. I talked to a lot of them because I went through, I saw probably 70 nurses and doctors because of what I was, I was, I was basically, what I did is I, I fit tested them. Right. To make sure that the, the N95 masks that they were given, that they were given the extras size and they fit. Uh, no, they didn't. I, I, had, I had to smuggle <laughs> I, I one for myself. One. <laughs> but, but of course, not. I know I a lot of keep, people do. I had to show them how to put them on, take them off, make sure that they, you know, they'd fit tested. They knew how to work them right. And I went through probably 70. We went through 120 total throughout the day between doctors and nurses that worked there. But talking to them, half of them were coming in on their day off, and they hadn't worked in two weeks. They were on layoff, but they still needed this in case they had to come to work. That brings me to another point, which I think is ironic about this whole masks thing, because <clears throat> I'm with you. I, uh, you know, President Trump came out, I, I assume at the direction of Dr. Fauci, who, and then said, yeah, it's good. We, kinda, we recommend, it's not a requirement, but we recommend if you're going to go outside, wear a mask, right? I see all these people walking around wearing masks that don't fit them they've no. like they've got like they're wearing cloth masks they're wearing you know like the you know like doctor's mask or cheap mask or the 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 little ones that you might wear if you're like mowing your lawn or something and you know you know and i know that if you're going to wear a mask to protect you it has to be sealed yes so there's a there's did, a yeah. test that yep. you give where you spray stuff in their face and make uh, sure that they they, they can't smell it, yep. they can't taste it or whatever. Half these people walking around with these masks, it's doing nothing. Well, it's, it's like, a psycho know, thing. For me when I went to go do, do the testing, I mean, you can see it. Last Sunday my beard was halfway down my my chest. Yeah, you had to shave it off. And I had to cut it all off so that I could I could fit in a mask cuz it's like one of those things. If I'm going to wear a mask and teach you how to put it on and show you make sure it fits, 
I probably should, you know, cut off my beard. So like <laughs> when I'm telling you, you can't have a beard to wear this mask. I probably shouldn't have one. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of one of those, you know, so, I was teaching them, but I still don't agree with wearing one. I mean, I know there are hospitals. That I are, hate wearing them. There, there's hospitals that are busy. I'm sure. Uh, New York. It's not a joke. There's no. we're, again, we're not denying the fact that there aren't some problems out there. Oh, there are. But it is nowhere near the scale no. of what we're being told, and we're being completely lied to about the scope of it. Oh, we are. And the problem, too, is it's like I posted, you know, like I said earlier on my Facebook that said, hey, just letting you all know that by, you know, whatever, flattening the curve, it doesn't mean we're not going to get it. Right. They're just trying to make sure we don't all get it at the same time. I know. That's the other misnomer. Everybody thinks, oh, we're, you know, we flattened the curve. We're out of the woods. No, not really. Means you're going to get it later. Or you already had it. Yeah, or you already had it. Most a lot of, of people have had it, don't even know it. I mean, three weeks, four weeks ago, whatever, before this all started, I had a really bad cold for like a week. Yeah, you know, and you and don't know. You may have had it, maybe not. Yeah, my I wife's don't, like, you know. Maybe you had it, and I'm like, who knows? But who knows? We're all it's we flatten the curve so that we're all going to get, it. and everyone's like, oh well, they're going to come out with you know, and we we mentioned this the vaccine before we can all go back to work and everything. So, well, I don't want no freaking vaccine. We're going to talk about the vaccine in a moment. It. Let's we'll talk about that in a moment. Let's go to our brand new feature because it's we're just going to tie everything yes, in, and, and then we'll we'll go into that a little bit before we we head off down the rabbit hole on some other things. But got a brand new feature we're going to bring your way, and we'll just we'll discuss it after the fact. Our good friend Puddin, who lives in Chicago now, uh, for now, for now, yep, he uh, he's we got a little new feature with him. It's called putting things into perspective, and here we go. It's uh, Puddin' here. Listen, I want to put some things into perspective, okay? This message is for down the rabbit hole. I want to talk about Bill Gates, this sick, sadistic man. And I can prove that he's sick and sadistic, all right? First of all, whether he's got like a billion and a half dollars into this Gavi, which is some sort of privately owned yet publicly owned uh, company that uh, makes vaccines. I don't know what that means. I still can't figure out how it's both privately and publicly owned. But whatever, okay? I mean, this guy is, he's going to make trillions. Remember that time in the 90s when he had any kind of competition and then he just buy the company? that he was competing with, and then the federal government said, well, you can't do that, that's a monopoly. Well, he's trying again, and he's trying to make trillions. But this time, it's with your health. Think about all these vaccines he's trying to make right now. It's completely insane. Look, he's financing vaccines for governments and then trying to tell them what to do. It's that bad. India right now has told him, nope, you cannot finance this anymore because, well, you're a bully. You're telling us what to do. You're telling a government 
how to vaccinate the children. It's insane. We already know that his polio vaccine gave a bunch of kids polio in the Republic of Congo. That's a fact. The only thing we don't know is exactly how many because the articles will say different things. I've read quite a few articles, and then when I find a certain one, I try to go back to it. Of course, it's gone. Yay. You know, there we go again. But I think the biggest thing here is when, well, I don't know. Let's put a hypothetical out there. Let's just say, for instance, that magically there was a global pandemic that just came out of nowhere. Let's just say that happened, okay? Now, you've got Bill Gates completely set up to be able to sell vaccine literally to every person on the planet. Think about that for a minute. Let's put that into perspective, okay? He gets to literally sell, oh, he doesn't yet, but that's what he's trying to do. That's his end game is to be able to sell everybody a vaccine. You have to take it. And if you don't, well, then you have to carry ID saying that you did. And if you don't have that ID, then you have to, then you have to take the vaccine or you can't go to work. It's a brilliant plan. Of course, it's completely illegal, immoral. Anyway, again, conflict of interest. And here's how I can prove he's sadistic. Look how ugly his wife is. The guy's a billionaire. You don't think he could have done a little better than, than that? Have you seen this chick? She's hideous. I'm telling you, the guy's sadistic, and uh, he needs to go away. Anyway, that's uh, putting, putting things into perspective. Peace. All right, that is our correspondent, Puddin, out of Chicago, with his take on a narrative that's really come into the forefront and caused yes. a lot of a lot of stir uh, Bill Gates has like basically, you know, cameled his nose under the tent and jumped right into the, the, you know, I, I don't even know how he does it other than he has a ton of money, but all on of a sudden Bill Gates is a main player in the whole COVID thing on a global scale. And I, I, I have my own theories. I think he's just a mouthpiece for the, um, the NLO. Yep, the New Lizard Order. We are the headquarters, by the way. The act, the official headquarters of the New Lizard Order. It, should you ever want to contact us, we'll hip you up on all of that stuff. Because oh, when yeah. it goes down, it's going down right here. Uh, but Bill Gates is, I believe, yes, he's poised to make a ton of money on it. But it's more than that. It's very, very sinister. If you it listen is. to what he's talking about. Well, it's one of those things like we've mentioned before, I think last week when we were talking about with Bill Gates is he is really into this, what is it, the real ID or whatever he calls it, the ID thing. Global ID. The global ID where he thinks we should, everybody, like you're born, you're microchipped. We know where you are at all times. You have a microchip stuck in your body. Yep. That tells us where you are pretty much like they did in the dinosaurs in well, Jurassic it's like Park. The, like, I mean, my dog has a chip. Yeah. Right? Uh, and it's a tracking chip. And, and, it, and it carries his health information. So if he's a, if he runs away, Somebody and somebody picks him it. up, they scan it, and they and they can tell exactly. Now I don't think they have the technology right now to like pinpoint track where he is, but that's what Bill Gates wants. Yes, that's what he wants. We have and Google. How hard would it be to put that in a vaccine? No, it's not hard at all. We have we have Google, Facebook, and um, there's another group out there that are that have. They're not going to. They have. Yes. They have released their all of their tracking info on you. 
So they know they know all three of us are sitting in this room. They absolutely know our that. Phones are on us. Yes, uh, and they're listening to us too. There's also a um, yeah. Well, so Bill Gates wants to give everybody this, you know, vaccine and an ID and a digital ID. He calls it. It's a yes. digital ID. And on this digital ID, it tells whether or not you've had the you know you've had the vaccine or not, and it tracks you know where you're at and what you're doing. And the nefarious part of this is, and it's very nefarious, is it's going to come to a point, or what they are hoping is they want it to come to a point where, let's say you're going to a football game. Yep. You're walking up in line. They either scan your ID card or they scan whatever it is that you know a chip or whatever and if you're not up to if you haven't had the vaccine or you're not up to date on it you're not coming in yeah you are rejected you want to go to the grocery store and buy some groceries you better have your id you better have this thing up to date you want to basically do anything you you want to fly you want to go somewhere you want to go to europe you want to go to the caribbean you want to go to the airport they're going to scan you and you if you don't check out the way you're supposed to denied this is nefarious really really scary stuff and if you don't think if you think we're lying it's a heartbeat away on the i mean it's not bill gates has made this plain as day he's not even hiding that he this is what he wants he wants it to be that basically we're all going to be freaking windows 2020 and it's it's going to be in our system. I did I did I heard somebody the other day say Bill Gates can't even fix the virus on my computer. How's he going to fix the coronavirus? Which I thought was actually that, quite that funny. Kind of funny. The only thing that I think would be cool is if they can make it so like you know when you do the like symbol like you're on the phone that you could actually be on your phone. <laughs> now I mean that would be cool. So I could just put my thumb up to my ear and my pinky. I want to go back to the old uh, shoe phone. That yeah, that would be cool too. I'm Except, I'm, I'm all what down if you with stepped that. Stepped in dog poo. I mean, I don't want to put that up to my face. I mean, you're the whole conversation. Like, do you smell poo? I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Smell a phone. Yeah, that wouldn't be good because then everybody's smelling it. But um, yeah, I want to go with the Maxwell Smart Route. I, just real quick question, because they are they're working hard on a vaccine. I know that. But we have vaccines for lots of things, right? We have vaccines. When you're a kid, you get the vaccines for, for measles chicken, and yeah. mumps. Yeah. Right? And chicken pox. And chicken pox. Uh, but chicken pox, I don't think they had that when we were kids. No. They didn't, I, had I, don't, chi- I know I had chicken pox. My, my kids had chicken pox. I had chicken pox. I think chicken pox you just have to have. You try to give it to them when they're young. I don't even know. if the, Is there a vaccine for it I now? I thought there was. But I know measles and mumps. And, you, you know, sure we had to. Beach had the. He's never had chicken pox. I'm pretty sure he had the vaccine. Oh, maybe. Uh, so. I'm not I'm not one of these anti-vaxxers. Oh, I'm not either. But I'm anti-Bill Gates vax. Yes. There is no way in hell anything that Bill Gates is is has his hands in is, is going into my body. No. And I don't even want his stuff on my computer now. I think we're we're going to have to have an episode because as we've gone through all this stuff and I've gone down that rabbit hole into like what who Bill Gates really is. It's scary. It's scary. I mean, there's a lot of things I had no idea what a nefarious person. Oh, he's a terrible person. He is. He is I, a I have personal person. personal stories because I worked in Bellevue in the 90s, uh, the mid to late 90s. Yeah, well, early. Uh, so early 90s, I was working in Bellevue. 
at a, a very well-known retail store. And uh, there were a couple of ladies that I worked with who had personal connection to him. And I can tell you stories about what a jackass he is. Oh. This is not a nice person. No, and I mean, he was very, I mean, I can tell you stories too. I mean, I worked for a demolition company that worked on his house. Right. And some of the stories of like, just all of a sudden, like, Basically, the men in black walking out of the house saying, okay, you all need to disappear because the kids want to come out and play for a while. And yeah, guys we'll, hiding under a porch while yeah, the kids went out and play. We'll go down that rabbit hole oh, because yeah. these, these, ladies worked, these ladies worked in his house. They were his housekeepers. And, um, it, yeah, there's a lot of strange – he's got some seriously, seriously strange things going on. And he is way more tied to, uh, to Epstein – Jeffrey Epstein than the oh. med- than anybody's leading on, and well, it's yeah, it started to come out a little bit, but he is very powerful and he has great PR machine, and it keeps getting swept under the rug. But initially, the story was, yeah, he had met up with him, and then it comes to find out he's been on his plane and stayed at his house several times. So there's a deep tie there. He's been on the island and been there for days. Yeah, so we'll go down the rabbit hole on Bill Gates at some time. But would you ever put? Would you ever take that uh, no. anything that Bill Gates was push pumping? No. Would you no. sign up for a digital ID? No. Would no, you no. sign up to have a chip put in you? No. There's not a chance in hell I would. In fact, no. I would. I would. I've seen. I would be movies. fine with being rejected at going to a sporting event or going to movies ever again or whatever, because I have, I will not relinquish no. my personal rights or freedom. And, uh, and it's going to tie into what we're going to get into a little bit later with the whole 5G thing. Yeah. Because the 5G thing is, uh, is a very interesting tale. But uh, So we'll wrap that up. So with the COVID thing, look what's happening. My, my final thought on this is looking forward. <laughs> This is, I think this is going to be very interesting. Oh, it is. Depending on what state you're in, because it's going to work, it's going to work across the board, whether it's federal or whether it's on your local level. Now we're starting to get chatter from Texas and uh, Florida and a few other states. And, and Trump is talking about, you know, phasing back the economy, in, which it has to. Oh, it we has cannot to continue this. No. You know, they act shocked about the unemployment numbers. How can you be shocked? You shut the entire country down. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people like, oh, my God, did you see the unemployment numbers? What do you expect? shut down the companies. Nobody's working. Right. So what are they? uh, So anyway, as things come back, they are not going to flip. And Dr. Fauci has said it. Everybody said they can't just flip a switch on as they did when they shut it off. Right. They shut it off like, bam. Bam. You're all done. Everybody, like one day, everybody shut down. So we're not going to just go, bam, you're all back to work. We're going to phase it in. Yeah. Now you're going to find out. Just watch. See if I'm right. I could be wrong. Watch what industries, what places well, are started first. Look at Washington. When did, when did we finally go into this, the... It wasn't even, they didn't call it the shelter in place. What did he call it? Stay home, be safe. Stay at home and be safe. That was like three weeks ago. And what company was it? Three or four weeks ago. That finally said, we're going to shut down operations. Like hours before he announced the stay home and be safe. Who was that? Boeing. 
what company is now suddenly saying when they're talking about, hey, we're going to start bringing stuff back, is suddenly talking about, hey, they're going to go back to work next week. Oh, yeah. Boeing. Not in full capacity, but in partial capacity, Boeing's going back to work. They, they push well, the economy of Washington. They have for, well, they have for a long time. 70 years or whatever it is. They're also, uh, I have read and, and heard reports that they've actually modified a bunch of their stuff and they're making a lot of the, the masks and gowns and shields yeah. and stuff. So I don't know if that's what they're cranking up. I don't know. But yes, Boeing will be one of the first. The casinos will be yes. one of the first. Uh, you're going to find out who's lining the pockets of your local politicians well, by who they allow to come back first. Exactly. And I mean, the other thing, too, is like you mentioned earlier with the, the Safeco Field. Yes. Where we had this huge hospital put in that was never used. You know how much money they spent yeah. deploying the army to come in and set up this massive 150-bed hospital with doctor's offices, equipment, beds. Never used. Not one, Not once. Nobody Nobody even like sat on a bed. And they're sending ventilators back. Remington, 400 ventilators we've sent back. Remington told the city of New York, we will build, we will stop production and we will start building ventilators for you. Do you know what city of New York said? We got enough. No, they said nothing. They never responded to Remington because what's Com- Como? Yeah. A Democrat who hates guns. So he wouldn't even talk to Remington. Well, and they, they have enough. And they do, but it's one New of York, things- New York was at one point was like, send us everything. Send us the yeah. entire country's and supply should come here. But it was at that time, and they still want to talk to Remington. Well, and it's just kind yeah. of, and that's it, po- it, if you're playing politics, politics with this, yes. you're an idiot. But, and that's uh, it, and that's what it seems like a lot of them. It's like, if it is so bad, as bad as your government, and you were telling me it is, how are you still playing politics and not taking from a company shame, just because yeah. you don't like it's them? Shame on them. But it, it and those and there are a lot of those little I'll call them like those are chemtrail stories. You know, they're within microcosm stories within yes. the bigger story. There's a big power. Don't kid yourself. There's a massive power play going on here yes. on every level, but the biggest power play is on a global scale, and we're all being yes. we are all being suckered. By this global, absolute global scam. One I, it, world government. It, it, it is a setup like you've never seen before. And I think this is the trial run. This is a test to see how far they can push people. And people are starting to push back. But look, what the, look how much time they bought on this scare. Yes. Right? At least a month. They have found they've at least and, and it'll probably end up being a month and a half, maybe two. But people are starting to fight back. I read in there's riots all over in Europe, yes. uh, Germany. They're you know the bunch of people had enough and they were I getting think it was together. Israel that they were they were actually like full rioting. Yeah, Israel, China's had some riots. South Korea's had riots. Germany was attacking the police who came to bust up some you know like some gathering. People have had enough. Yes, like you know you can't just martial law us. Uh, into a corner and expect us to just, you know, fine for a week or two. Like we're all pitch in and everybody, you know, they got all the, you got all the, the, the PR stuff out there about shelter in place, stay safe, you know, be healthy, save a life. Don't be on the road and all this. It all sounds really nice, but the reality is, is you're being played big time. Don't go outside. You're going to kill grandma. <laughs> That's the message. Isn't that exactly what those were like Inslee's exact words. 
Yeah, yeah. No, that's what he's saying. You don't pay attention. You will kill your grandma. Yeah, that's our governor. My grandma died. He's become the grumpy uncle that you never liked. My grandma died 20 years ago, so, I mean, I can't really kill her again. He's just become a finger-wagging cow. Oh, he has. You know, so what really cracked me up was he got upset. It was like a week or so ago. I think it was a week ago on a Saturday. (laughs) He got upset because he drove from Olympia to Seattle and he was going up to shake hands with some first responders or whatever. And he was angry about how many people were on the road. I'm like, you were on the road. Yeah. Like you were on the road doing non-essential things. We, we, we commented on the way here, me and beach when we're driving down the road and there's a big sign that says, Hey, Seattle or Washington, we're doing great. Thank you for staying home. We're not home. We're on the freeway because we can see your sign. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. (laughs) It's ridiculous. All right, so let's play a real quick song, and when we come back, we're going to start diving into this week's topics. Uh, we got some good ones. We've got the. Uh, we'll start off with something really weird that happened in 2008 in Wyoming, or did it? We'll find out right after this. Oh my god, I thought 
Clash from 1979, Spanish Bombs before that from 1978, Generation X, trying for kicks. You're listening to Down the Rabbit Hole. I'm Big D. Brandon Valentine. And uh, yeah, so let's get into it This for this week's episode. Uh, so we went through the bonus section there and gave a little COVID update. So now we've got, we've got a few things we want to roll through and um, we're going to try to get them all in today because I think they're... They're all worthy of our time. First of all is the Wyoming incident. And oh, yeah. for those of you who aren't familiar with the Wyoming incident, it is a weird, it's a weird thing that may, a lot of people think it did happen. And yeah. But then there's also people who say it never happened. So well, let's talk about it. In night, so let's, let's go back. Broadcasting in the U.S. has always been for, you know, for hackers, these were early hackers before yes. we had before we had internet hackers. We didn't have even have the internet back then. We didn't have cable TV really. We just had yeah local TV hackers. Local TV and people would try to to like get into the feed and then broadcast whatever they wanted. And sometimes you would have mix ups and cross feeds where like a porn channel would show during the nightly news, and that was a station screw up. Right, yeah. and then those things happen. And I read about a couple of those where they tried to say those were you know whatever, but the more you looked at them, like yeah, that was someone. No, it was it was it was some, it was some dude, you know, some kid who was getting paid you know minimum wage, and he was operating the the, the board. And minimum uh, wage back then was like because a it happens on radio too. A lot of times, a lot you know, a lot of radio stations are part of a group. Like you yes. know, let's just say in Seattle, you have. Two groups that run almost every radio station, and they're all operated out of the, out of two different buildings. And there's mm-hmm. a guy 
or a gal who's in charge of the streams of these stations. And, you know, if the guy's not paying attention or whatever, sometimes they cross feed or things happen. But there was a time when it was the holy grail to tap into a broadcast and take over it. Yes. And people were afraid, you know, that when the aliens landed, they were going to tap in and take over the broadcast. We've seen movies where, you know, oh, yeah. all of a sudden tap, somebody taps in and gives some, you know, dire warning that the planet's going to die or, you know, whatever. The aliens are... But it actually everybody. happened. The first one, the first one that I know about was in November of 1987. And I remember when this happened because I was a big Max Headroom fan. And there was a guy, and, and they still don't know who he is, who tapped into WGN and WTTW in Chicago. Now, J- WGN was, is a huge station, huge station in Chicago. And this guy, uh, I, he should have had a better plan, is all I can say. Because if you've ever watched the video, uh, is this guy... 1987, he taps in, he's wearing a uh, one of those rubber masks of Max Headroom. And he's just spouting nonsense. It makes no sense at all. He's throwing, he has an empty can of Coke that he's throwing at the uh, the camera. And he's just, I don't know what, he, I have no idea. There was I, no message. There was no nothing. It was just I've rambling it, idiocy. And it almost seems like to me, in a way I was watching it, it almost seems like he never thought it would work. No, like, no, he got like he was caught by surprise, and he's like, "Oh, shit! Now what do I do?" Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, yeah. Because it was he he had no message, he had no con- con- co- coherency, no, 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 and it's you can find it on YouTube. Oh, there was a lot of cocaine. I mean, this was eighty seven. <laughs> yeah, uh, a good one to go to if you want to see it uh, because it's actually subtitled. <clears throat> it's the Max Headroom WTTW pirating incident. Eleven twenty two eighty seven, um, and it's you know it's entertaining to watch, but there's nothing nothing there. Yeah, it's nothing just a there. guy who succeeded and was shocked by it, and had nothing to say. Yeah, he's like, uh. But in two thousand eight, we have a whole different story. Uh, there's a small ABC affiliate in Neobrara County, which is eastern Wyoming. And there was a local, there was a news broadcast going on, and it was in the evening, and all of a sudden, somebody hacks in. And yes. and initially, it's just a test pattern that uh, it's, a te- but not one of the old Indian test patterns. It's a, te- it's a, it's a black, gray, and white, uh, it's a black border with these gray, varying gray bars and it says 333-333-333 we present a special presentation and it's mirrored so like it's yeah almost like you're looking at it in a lake yeah and it was about five minutes long but it was bizarre like this this one this one is a pre-produced basically a video Right. Yeah. This wasn't some guy who like what I did it and I don't know what to say, so I'll throw coke cans and talk about liberals and stuff. Uh, this was interesting in the way. Now a lot of people describe it uh, much more nefarious, I would say, or much more scary than it actually was. It's not scary. No, it's not. 
uh, people talking about, oh, it's disembodied heads floating around. Well, it's it's a computer generated face. It's a head. Um, see, this is computer generated. Oh yeah, and it's I mean a, it's a, the eight almost like I don't know I want to say eight bit, but it's like a four bit, six bit. Yeah, um, graphics. I mean it's the graphics of two. It looks like if you if you're into the band Kraftwerk, it looks like it looks like an old Kraftwerk video of just a floating electronic face and uh it's just a it's a, it's from the neck up it's a guy the guy's bald and it, it would turn from side to side mm. but in between what was weird was in between there would be messages like it would show this this spinning head or this turning head and then it would then it would go to a, a blank screen that it was black and then white and it would, this looks like old uh you know like dot matrix it does um you know like off an old printer or something yeah i mean I, it really reminds me of like my my tandy 1000 sx i had back pretty in much the 80s that pretty just, much yeah it's weird anyway one of the messages is why do you hate uh and then uh there was another one you cannot hide forever and there were a few of these that were interspersed in between these faces uh one of the faces i did find interesting and i don't know if you're familiar and nobody's brought this up but there's a uh, there was a joke religion called um uh, the religion of bob and uh do you know the the, the iconic um uh, the iconic album of devo where it has that uh the guy with the pipe and he has a hat, you know, he, yep. he looks like he's from the fifties. So that's Bob. And it was a completely made up religion, kind of like, you know, the great flying spaghetti monster. Mm-hmm. So there was a, re- there was a religion made up by this guy, uh, by these college kids back. in I think the, I'll just say the eighties or nineties. And one of them, this guy that I'm looking at right here, he looks like the face of Bob. Bob oh. was the, yeah, the, he does. the, the head of the, you know, the religion of Bob and Bob was like was some. If you look up the religion of Bob, he Bob was, you know, like this uh, guy who was a salesman in the fifties, and he lived his you know average everyday life. But he was actually the. It was a complete made up thing. Oh yeah. Uh, so he like looks every other religion. Oh yeah, he <laughs> looks a lot like Bob. Um, but the weird thing is, is what's playing. When you listen, when when you watch the tape, right? So I'm gonna play it. Okay. Okay. So you're not gonna be able to see the video, obviously, but uh, or, or you know the visuals, but you you should be able to hear it. Today, making him the first to visit in preparation for the So this is the broadcast that's going on, and this is now it's being interrupted. We've got the test pattern now. Listen to what's going on back there. Sounds like bees buzzing. Some some crazy organ. But there's a high. So this one says you will see. So here's the message. You will see such pretty things. Now it sounds like they're playing something backwards. Now you're seeing the head. 
But listen to that tone. Yeah. It's very. It sounds almost like you're at the dentist office. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest. When I watched the video the first time, I, I had to turn the sound off. I got I got to a little bit into it in this that that high pitched whining, and I don't know it's because I mean I don't know if you know I have otosclerosis. I'm almost deaf in my right ear. But you can hear that. But I can hear that. So here's the other message. Why do you hate? And I'm going to stop it here because it goes on for like five minutes. Yeah. But you get the you get the gist. So you hear. That music and that tone, that high pitched tone, repeats over and over, and you get these like these you know these faces or are these heads, uh, and then these these messages. But what's interesting is people that the 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 story is is that people who saw this, uh, there was uh, people who literally got sick, mm-hmm. they uh, the disorientation hallucinations, crazy dreams, and all these things. Now, the problem is I did, as we do, we go down the rabbit hole. Yep. And I could find zero confirmation of anybody ever going to the hospital or being checked in or even calling 911 or anything from that region at this time when this thing went down. Yeah, me either. And that was it. I went down the hole. I mean, I couldn't find anything. I found lots of, you know, they kept every article mentions that people have hallucinations. They feel sick. They feel whatever when they would watch it. But nothing that. The only thing it gave me was like flashbacks to being at the dentist office with that high pitched drill in my mouth. Yeah. For me, like I said, I don't know. After about a minute or so, I had to turn the sound off. Right. It's not, you know, you've been to movies or theaters or, or laser shows where they post a thing, you know, or video games where they'll say, you know, the, if you have epilepsy or whatever, or you're yeah. sensitive to flashing lights, blah, 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 this might bother you. Well, this doesn't have any flashing lights or any kind of like crazy visuals. But what it does, that sound is weird. And they've proven many times that sounds will. You know. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna get into that with the five G. Hopefully, we're gonna have we're gonna, we'll blow through the Mandela effect because I really want to get into the five G because the five G thing is amazing. Well, uh, the sound thing, like you know, we we're saying. I mean, it's like I took a, you know, and it sounds bad, but I took a film class when I was in college years ago. The first time I went to college. Why does that sound bad? That you went to college? Well, no, that I just never finished. Oh, but, um, <laughs> I, I, I'll finish. I'm finishing. I'm working on it right now. I'm, I'm getting ready to finish my my degree in occupational safety and health. Nice, but. uh one of the things in the film class, the teacher told me, he's like, go back and like, you've seen the movie The Shining, right? Absolutely. I love the that. The very beginning of The Shining when he's driving the bug up the the, the mountain mm-hmm. and there's just that ominous like, oh. oh, yeah. He's like, now go back and watch that, turn the sound off and turn on On the Road Again and see how you feel. Oh, absolutely. It, no, the power of music is un, undebate. In, oh, yeah. it's, the there's no debate about it. If you watch anything on YouTube. Oh. You know, any of the, quote, ghost stories or the ghost hunters or whatever. Take the music away. Oh, and it's... It, the, all Add the, the Benny Hill music or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, a, it's... Or, you know, the Three Stooges theme or whatever. Yeah, the Benny Hill, that's the ringtone on my phone. Yeah, I mean, it's... Music sets a mood and, set, and, and gets you emotionally ready for whatever yeah. it is they're trying to set you up for. It's like Jaws. I mean, the, 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 the sound effect in Jaws, you heard that sound effect, you knew... Someone was about to get eaten by a shark. Right. So I mean, but and then now they and now they've st- you know in a lot of movies now they start they play with you because they'll 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 
build you up with the tense music and then nothing happens. Yes. And, and then, boom, then it happens. And so music is a powerful thing. Tones are a powerful thing. Yes. Frequencies are a powerful thing. And on this, it's that frequency. That frequency really messes. Yeah, it's a really weird thing. So uh, I highly recommend you go to it. Now, in all fairness, there there's debate on whether it's real as to whether it actually happened or not. And I, you know, I can't confirm nor deny that it happens. I know there's a videotape. And I will say the one thing I found odd about the the videotape, which led me to believe that it might not be real, is because at the beginning when the lady is giving, supposedly giving her report, and there's the ABC logo behind her and everything, A, she's sitting, you know, like half in front of this ABC logo, which would never be allowed. Yeah. And there's a guy who sits down right in the middle of her report. So I think somebody took some stock footage of some local news and then pieced this in and then released it. You you want to talk really quick about the the crazy game that this got associated with? Yeah, there is a game, and I, I, I looked it up. And, I mean, there's not a lot you can find on it now. Um, there's a, there's a lot of stuff. They talk about it, but it was a game. It was an alternate reality game, alternative reality game that they had on it. And it was, the game was also attached to a serial killer, uh, website, website. There's a few Which things people. And, and when we say serial, it was a fantasy. Yes. A fantasy, which is, I mean, that's not great. But this was a group of people on some strange uh, blog post that was, you know, now probably would, we would consider it the, the dark web or whatever. Yeah. But that where these guys got together and fantasized about being serial killers. And this was, this was part of it. And apparently yes. it was one of those tapes kind of like The Ring. Remember The Ring, the movie? Yep. Which you, so if, if you, you watch watched, it and seven days later you were So dead. apparently it was a similar deal where there were stories about these guys who had it and then they died and then it got passed on to somebody else and, and it disappeared for a while and then reappeared several years later. Yeah. And so, I don't know, it's a and weird, it's yeah, a weird thing. Yeah, theory that the, the, the video, because it popped up on YouTube right after it was supposedly, you know, happened. Right. And a lot of people saying that it was a, it was more of a that it was possibly a hoax to, you know, be kind of a, 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 a commercial, basically, for the video game. Right. So, you know, I, I tend to think that it, it didn't happen because, again, I looked up the although I don't know, I, I'm on the fence as to whether it actually happened or not. I I. Because I've seen really credible websites in, from Wyoming, like radio stations and stuff, who yeah. have published it and said, hey, this happened. And that was kind of the, that's why it was hard for me, too, because I'd see a bunch of stuff that's kind of like it was a it was a promo for the video game. But then at the same time, I kept finding stuff from Wyoming. Right. And those towns that say, hey, remember when this happened. Right. So that leads me into the Mandela effect. Yes. Because... I think maybe some of them were Mandela affected. Very possibly. If you want to get, be, you know, you want to get right down to it because they kept hearing about it and they kept saying, Oh, well, yeah, this happened. Yeah. And everybody's like, Oh no, I remember when that happened. So the Mandela effect, let's talk about the Mandela effect uh, real quick before we get into our last topic, which I think we're going to take some time on because I think the Mandela effect is interesting. I'm going to give a little brief 
if you never heard of the Mandela effect, it's fairly new, actually. Um, the Mandela effect is a, uh, it was basically uh, started in like the 2000s. It, it became a thing. Well, it's one of those things. I, I found some stuff because there's a thing in it also called the false memory. Yes. And that started back in the 70s. The collective false memories did start back in the 70s, but, but they didn't name it the Mandela effect until the, the late 2000. I think it was almost 2000. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, it got its, the, the Mandela effect got its name from uh, a self identified paranormal consultant. Her name is Fiona Broom. And she detailed how she remembered former South African president Nelson Mandela, who we've all heard of. Yep. She claims that she remembers seeing him or hearing about him dying in the 80s. Uh, although, you know, we all know Mandela lived till about, I think it was 2013. Yes. Uh, she said she could remember and describe news coverage of his death, even speeches from his widow about the death, yet, obviously, none of it happened. Uh, however, she found other people who thought the same thing. Now, if you had asked me, I, I, I'm not a huge you know, follower of, Mel, of Mandela and everything, but he was in the news so much, I knew he didn't die back then. I remember yeah. when he was released from prison. I remember he divorced his wife. You know, He was kind of a bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where it all started, and you're right. Because it, it, the, the, it was even a movie, movie with uh, what Matt Damon, I think, the, the where Nelson Mandela's in it after he got out of prison. Right, and also, so also doctors believe, you know, like you said, it's collective false memories. They yeah. also call it a form of confabulation, which is basically, in a nutshell, honest lying. False memories, basically. But it's become this thing... That's been it's become known as the Mandela effect, and we're going to give you some examples of the Mandela effect. Well, and Broom even says that the effect is proof that people exist in alternate realities. Yeah, and that's where it came down into weirdness. Yeah, that's where it comes. That's really where it comes down into weirdness because she and a bunch of people believe that because you believe because because a collective group of people believe something that happened, they actually believe it happened even though it didn't happen. That it actually happened in an alternate universe. And yeah, we're, we're having memories from that alternate universe, not from this one. Right, which would be, I don't know if you've ever watched Man in the High Castle. Uh, it would, it would, I've seen parts of it. But yeah, it would kind of it. fall yeah. into something like that, where as you, you know, like, there's these parallel universes that are going on, and you actually exist in each one, and you can kind of hop back and forth, but there's, you know, so, uh, you know, I'm not buying that. But I will say... We all do remember things differently, and I don't know if it's just a trickery of our mind or if it's a trickery of advertising or or you just – like there are famous sayings from movies that we have all gotten wrong through the years. Well, and it's one of those things that comes back to like the, the D.B. Cooper thing. Where it was one of those things, his name was Dan Cooper. And one, one guy person wrote it as D.B. Cooper. And who then, was a suspect. Yeah, who was a suspect. And then everybody else went, oh, and just tagged along. And it became, it became the, the story. And to this day, 
people talk about D.B. Yeah. Cooper, which was not the guy. All right, well, let's do a couple of examples. Uh, well, and the one thing I was going to say, too, in the case of Mandela, they talk about the possible, possibly why people remember that. There was a gentleman named Steve Biko, who was another Biko. famous... Biko. who was another famous anti-apartheid activist in South Africa who did die in the 80s. Yeah, well, and uh, Peter Gabriel wrote a song about him yes. called, called Biko. And, and that's kind of one of those things. And there's a lot of these that you go through and you look at that they're like, okay, this could be attributed similar. to people are remembering it when really it was this. Right. So, yeah. Could be. Some of these will freak you out, though. Uh, the Bernstein Bears. Remember the Bernstein Bears? That's, yeah, that's one that got me. I'm like, no, it, it's Bernstein. Right. My entire life, I've always heard it referred to, them referred to as a bear. You remember the Berenstein Bears? They were yeah. cartoons. They were books and everything. No, they're not the Berenstein Bears. They're the Berenstain. S-T-A-I-N. There's not one book. There's not one cartoon. Anything that has S-T-E-I-N. Yeah, it's Stain. But I've, my entire life, I've called them the Berenstein Bears. Yeah. So that one was weird, and it's not correct at all. The other one, this one got me too. Uh, when you were a kid, there was a very popular peanut butter out there that we all called Jiffy. The Jiffy peanut butter. Yeah. I mean, I, I can remember watching car, uh, commercials for it. I remember hearing about you know Jiffy peanut butter. There's no such thing. There is no Jiffy peanut butter. It's Jiff. And they've never said Jiffy in anything. No and commercial. I, mean, I have Jiff at home because that's still, I mean, since I was a kid, we've always had Jiff. And that's always been the peanut butter I eat. But I still remember, I do remember it as calling it Jiffy. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Very, very weird. Uh, Looney Tunes. How do you spell Looney Tunes? On the logo. We've seen it a million times. It's, a lot of people, uh, you know, the, uh, the, is it Looney, L-O-O-N-E-Y, Tunes, T-O-O-N-S, or is it Looney Tunes, like T-U-N-E-S? It's T-U-N-E-S. And only, I only noticed that because I was looking at it earlier, but. <laughs> and then I think the most famous one of all, well, there's a couple of them, like uh, the Monopoly Man. Yep. Does he have a monocle? And only because I've been researching this. Right, know you know answer. that. But I had to think when, when I but first... But I had to think about it too. But that's another one where they think that people have crossed the, the, the Monopoly guy and the peanut. I think... I, whatever, because they I could have swore he had a monocle. I did too, until I looked. I'm like, I mean, oh. I've played Monopoly my whole life. I go to Vegas, I, I play the Monopoly uh, slot machines. I had to go check our Monopoly, the game that we have at the house. The guy, the Monopoly guy, does it. not have a monocle yet. No. Everybody swears he does. Yeah. Uh, Curious George, tail or no? No tail, but only because I've been. <laughs> I know, but he's a monkey. Why doesn't he have a tail? And we all remember Curious George. Yeah. I would have swore he had a tail. He's a monkey. Does not have oh, a yeah. tail. There's a bunch of JFK assassination car. How many people were in the car? Three, six, six. I did not know that. Yeah. Most people think it was two. It was four. JFK and Jackie in the back, and then two. People I thought in the it was front. a driver, and then those two. A driver, yeah. Most people think it's a driver and another guy in the front, and then Jackie. There was actually another row with two more people in it. 
Wow. Uh, and then the most famous, uh, when you were talking about movies, the, the, the <laughs> is the, of course, the Star Wars. Yep. Where famously everybody, I've seen shirts, hats, mugs, people say it all the time. I have a shirt at home. Luke, I am your father. It is never, ever once, never uttered. Never. Actually, what Vader says is, I am your father. He never says Luke at all. Nope. So and it's after the line where he says, you've killed my father. And he says, no, I am your father. Right. And then the other one too is uh, Snow White. Does the queen ever say mirror, mirror on the wall? <laughs> no, she doesn't. She says magic mirror on the wall. Yeah. The other is uh, Jaws. He never says we're going to need a bigger boat. He says, you are going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah. And there's and a so, bunch of them like that. Yet somehow, yet somehow these get stuck into our collective brains. Or the movie Shazam. Oh, yeah. That was another one. There is no movie Shazam. There is no Shazam movie. Zero. Well, I mean, there is now, but there was never one with, with, with uh, Shaquille. No, Shaquille there was. There was oh, Shaquille was, was Shazam. Shazam. It was Kazam. Kazam. But Shazam, yes. they, everyone thought there was one with Sinbad called Shazam. Right. Never existed. And I remember I remember it. When I sat there and it was saying, like, no, there there was. There was a movie with Shazam with No, there was never a Sinbad movie with Shazam. It was Kazam. But there was Kazam and it was Shaquille, not Sinbad. And it makes you wonder about some of the things that other things that we just blindly go through life believing is the truth and then you know and accepting as oh yeah that happened because a lot of times we don't actually witness it right yeah so you hear things you've ever, you you've probably played the whisper game where you have a group mm-hmm. of people yep. and whisper something to them by the time it gets around it's usually always screwed up mm-hmm. it's very similar in that way in the fact that you rely on somebody else for information which has relied on somebody else for information. And then it becomes truth, right? So everybody, let's just take the Tiger King. Everybody's talking about the Tiger King, right? And the Tiger King has become this thing. Yes. Well, if you haven't seen the Tiger King or you just watched it and whatever, and there's all these memes and everything, there's going to be, there's going to come things out of that that never actually happened that are going to become fact. That's just how it works. And so, You'll be like, oh yeah, I remember in the when in in this and that, and you saw, and you'll be like, oh yeah, no, that was that was great, and it never happened. Oh yeah, no, and there's a bunch of these too. I mean, if you go through, if you ever want to look for these Mandela effects, one of the ones here's another one, Gremlins. What was the name of the the villainous Gremlin? Don't know. A lot of people remember as Spike. It was Stripe. Stripe. Okay. There's another one they talk about too. Was uh, in Mash, people remember Corporal. Uh, Radar. Radar, yeah, radar. That he died in the 11th season, but he he's one of the only characters that was actually in the movie and lived through the whole season, <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, there's a bunch of... Uh... Yeah, it's a, it's a weird effect. That, I mean, your brain can make, can, you know, like trick you in all different ways. I think also it's, a, it's the power of advertising. It's the power of collective thought, too. Like I said, yeah. I think, um, you know, let's say you went to a baseball game and you saw an event happen, right? 
and then you went home and you said, "Oh yeah, that was great. I, I saw that happen." And then and then other people were like, "Yeah, we saw this happen." But it wasn't exactly how you saw it happen because you you may you turned high fived your friend or whatever, and they said, "Did you see that? Did you see you know Griffey, you know, whatever high five yeah. or or whatever?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, no, it was awesome." And then it never happened, and and then it becomes collective lore, right? Oh, yeah. And so well, I wonder how much of that, me personally, going down the rabbit hole in this, I wonder how much of that has affected history. And I wonder, too, because there's a lot of things. Like, uh, well, here's another one as I'm flipping through these. Sally Field, when she gave her Oscar acceptance You love me. Speech. You really love you me. You like me. You really like me. Yeah. No. I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me, is what she said. Right. But it became, you like me. You really yes. like me. And that's what we all remember. And that's Which never happened. And it's happened in so many other movies where they, they quote it. You like me. You really like me. <laughs> and she we all accept it. it. Yeah. It's very, very, very strange. Very strange. Uh, yeah. So go down the rabbit hole on the Mandela effect. I think it's going to surprise you. It's a fun game to play, actually. It's, I, I don't think there's anything like, you know, super. There's some really interesting ones. Lucy. I love Lucy. He never said, Lucy, you have some planning to do. He never did. Nope. The only really? thing he ever said. I was, could have swore I saw him say yep. it. He says, "Explain that if you can." And Lucy Splain are the only thing, the closest he ever came to that. But he never actually said, "Lucy, you have some explaining to do." Wow. Which I remember so vividly. I can. I mean, I can almost see the scene. And see, that's why I just love, like, because we talked about the Mandela effect, and you're like, Roberto, like, you have to go down this because there's a bunch of these. As you're going down, you're like, no, that's that's what happened. Yeah, and it's like no. It's well, it's, not. it's fact versus fiction. Yes. It's a fun rabbit hole to go down. There's no doubt about it. It's, it's, it's nothing scary. It's nothing. It's, no, it's there's just no. A fun one. There's no conspiracy. It's not anybody trying to take over anything. It's just it's how our mind works. Yeah, and our mind works weird. And so I think the only kind of like you know off putting thing about it is is that you wonder yeah, if, if it's on we? if it's on innocuous things like that like TV shows. Or you know, Jiffy Peanut Butter or Curious George. How does it affect in real life? Like real life events. Oh yeah. I mean really and how does like you said history. How does it, how does it affect history? Because it's like, you know, once again, here's another one. Science of the Lambs. Never says hello, Clarice. That's true. It's yeah. Good that morning. Is, yeah. That's, I've had to gone a couple of these, gone back and watched and been like, Oh wow. He never said that. He never does say it. Yeah. And it's so weird. And I mean, really, if you go down this one, that's just kind of one of the the weird things in my brain that you're just like, uh, this doesn't make sense to me. Not, right. Not Cause now I've sense. heard it a million times. I assume that's part of the movie and mm -hmm. it's not there. Life is like a box of chocolates. It's really life was like a box of chocolates, which oh. those ones are ones. that's just like, okay, I kind of might, maybe you just heard them a little bit wrong, but the color chartreuse, what is it? I don't know. Most people think it's a magenta pink. It's actually green. Really? Chartreuse. I don't know. I know nothing about it. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a my wife would weird... know that because she's an art teacher but i don't know but it's just one of those things as you go through it and you're looking at these and it really does it's like the whole alternate universe thing eh, okay maybe well no, i'm not buying i'm that. not going down that road but it's just how do we all how did we all go from that's what they said or whatever to you know and it's like you said it's one of those things like with the the luke you know i am your father oh it's, someone... icon it's like one of the most iconic lines yeah. in all of 
all of movies. And a lot of these movies, too, you notice they're older movies. So it's one of those things like that movie, It's we didn't have YouTube. We couldn't go back and watch it all the time. We didn't right. have VHS. We couldn't go back. So it's like I saw the movie. Hey, did you see where he said, Luke, I'm your father. I'm going to make a T-shirt. And then everybody ran with it. And then everybody ran with it. Yeah. It's it's amazing. I think there's a lot of misquotes in, in movies that just become part of you know lore. But like the Monopoly Man and some of that stuff. It is weird. Yeah, it is. It is weird. So go down that rabbit hole. All right. Um, well, let's just jump right into it. Let's go right into 5G. Yes. Because I think this is, um, I think this is, uh, there are two massively divided sides on this. Yes. And they are both like staunch in their position. There's no middle ground on this thing. No, there isn't. It's either you believe it or you're an idiot is kind of basically, or if you believe it, you're an idiot. So, I mean, it, it goes both ways. I mean, nobody is like, nobody's going down the middle. It's kind of like Democrats and Republicans. Either you believe this or you're an idiot or you believe that or you're an idiot. There's nothing. Right. In, there's no, oh, well, maybe I can kind of agree, agree with you on this. There's nothing. Well, I want to start off with a quote that I think is interesting because, um, because I think this guy is brilliant, and I think he he absolutely plays into what's going on today with this thing. And this is uh, this is a quote. It says, "If you want to find the secret to the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibrations." And that is a quote from Nicholas Tesla, who was so far ahead of his time. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm almost convinced he was an alien. Oh, Nicholas Tesla, who was, was visiting this planet, he was he was in touch with. He was unbelievable. He was insanely smart, and you should you if you do not know about Tesla and you haven't you haven't studied. And him. it's not just the cars, people. I mean, Nicholas Tesla. I mean, oh, I would honestly no. Nicholas Tesla is was more to like what history than Nostradamus. I mean, he oh, yeah. had the brain power. Couldn't care less about money. Couldn't yeah. care less about life. Couldn't care less about food. He, he put him in a lab, give him what he needed, and he, and he was off and running. He was an, he was un unbelievable. And if the, if you would love, you know, a good primer on him, there's a there's a fictional uh, historical fiction book called The Last Days of Night. It's about um, Westinghouse and um, Tesla. And Edison, because they all crossed paths, and they all uh, there was a big like in the early days of electricity, there was a big battle for, you know, AC versus DC. Yep. There was a big battle over you know light bulbs, and we we don't know about any of this stuff now. But in the day when they just have lamp lighters, who went around and lit lamps at night in the in the rich neighborhoods, you know, electricity was coming, and it was it was a shit show. Oh yeah. And Tesla was knee deep in all of it and was absolutely ahead of, way ahead of the game. So I recommend you going down that line. But we so we've gone from that. And there were debates back in the day. People were freaked out, churches. Uh, so I'll just say, I'll just say organized religion, local people, lots of folks were freaked out about like bringing electricity yes. to the cities. All you know, hell was gonna break loose, it was gonna disrupt everybody. Um, you know, lights at night was going to disrupt, you know, man's natural rhythm. It was going to upset God's plan of dark and light. It was just, people went crazy and it was going to, you know, light everybody on fire, kill everybody. And so 
there was that. And now, yes. obviously, electricity, you know, over the ages has improved and everything. And uh, there were missteps at the time. But their fears, basic, for the most part, were unfounded. For the most part. I mean, the one thing is, like said about uh, uh, Nikolai Tesla, is he is, he was brilliant. Oh. and But he, his problem was, is Edison was... A lot of people, if you really, he's Edison's another, he's a Bill Gates. You go down Edison. There's no doubt about it. Edison Edi- didn't, oh. invade, he hired people. He hired people. He had a he ton had, of money. He had warehouses full of inventors yeah. that were cranking stuff out and he, was taking, and he was taking their inventions and patenting them. Yeah, and what he would do is he would come in, he had ideas. He would come into his team with an idea and say, make it happen. Yes. And then they would work and make it happen. Now, Westinghouse was also brilliant. He invented, he was an inventor. And he invented a lot of things. That's why he and Tesla got together pretty well. Now, Edison was not an inventor. He was an idea guy. And he yes. would bring people in to make these ideas work. And he had a lot of great ideas, and, but he had brilliant people who did them. He didn't do jack. No, just, and there's a lot of things where Nikolai, where you hear about Tesla and uh, Edison butted heads a lot. Because oh, tons. Edison wanted Tesla to work with him. Yeah, and, and he did for was, a short time. Yeah, Tesla was like, no, I have my own ideas right. of my own. I don't want to work on your ideas. I want to work on mine. So one of the things that Tesla was was very well advanced on back in the day was this thing about vibrations and frequencies. And so flash forward to now, and one of the big problems that's out there is this introduction to 5G. Yes. 5G obviously is, you know, the pre- – is we have, you know, 4G, 4G, 3G, 2G, and so this is the latest version. Now, the, but the problem with 5G is is that it's so strong. See, now if you know anything about frequencies and waves, like the Navy uses very low frequency because it can mm-hmm. go further. Yes. Right? The the higher the frequency, the less it can penetrate and travel because then it loses its steam, it yeah. loses its power or whatever. So you can't have and so a lot of people use, uh, for long transmissions, AM is another example. They use low frequent, lower yes. frequency. So therefore, it can, get a, it can go further. If you, if you don't doubt it, tune into your AM radio at night. You can pick up, at least up here, you can get San Francisco. You can get you know, as far away as you know, sometimes New Mexico and Idaho and stuff. FM, everything ramps down. Because yeah, they have FM. to lower the frequency. Yeah, and I mean, FM, you can't even get, like, the Seattle stations in Olympia. No, you can always tell around 6, 7 o'clock, they lower their frequencies. I've worked in radio enough. I know what they have to do. They have to tamp things down. Um, so f- 5G now is so powerful that it can only travel short spaces. And so what they're having to do is create these boxes of these transmitters and literally putting them about three blocks to four blocks apart. So they're going to be everywhere. Yes. This isn't like a, this isn't a broadcasting tower that reaches you know, a city. This is everywhere. In order for 5G to work, they literally have to be blocks apart. And then they connect because yeah. it's so powerful. Well, this frequency that they're on... That is, and and it can't it can't even go through like it, it literally can't go through like a brick wall or a tree or whatever. So they have to clear a path, and they're having lots of problems with that in certain countries because they're green countries or whatever. And all of a sudden they're coming in and just logging 
tearing down all these trees in cities so that the 5G can transmit. Transmit and go. And go. And it's very, very powerful. It's a very powerful transmission. And so there was a, uh, it basically started on the internet. I, I think it started, there was a YouTube video, and it's been pulled. I can't see it. It's, surprise, it's surprise. not there, uh, where somebody has done, or they did some research on it and realized that this frequency that the 5G is on is, is basically in tune with your body. Yes. Uh, and this is no joke because there are, my, my granddaughter had, can't, had, she has cancer. Uh, she's recovering from cancer. And there is a therapy for certain cancers that is wave-related, yeah. where, they, where they, 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 they get a certain wavelength with the body, and they roll these waves through the body, and it literally kills cancer cells. The, on a on a on a molecular level, yeah, right. So they, well, they, they, yeah. they they have found a frequency and a blast of these frequencies that will go in and kill these cells and and destroy them. So it's not it's not out of the realm. No, it's not at all that we have frequencies that are in tune with because they they get higher they're getting higher they're getting higher and higher. So this five G is being accused of being you know in frequency with your body, and it coupled with, let's say, oh, vaccine that has some sort of chip in it or something, Yeah, that when this 5G is at its fullest power, it can literally control people. So that's the theory that's come out. On the other side of it, you have, oddly enough, you have the government, you have big business, and you have a bunch of scientists who are all completely denying that that even exists. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them. And, I mean, the big thing is, like, I found something where basically they talked about it. it was a Belgian doctor who posted this in a newspaper back in January. And they've been like, oh, nope, this is crap. The and Canadians like, did, sh- too. Yeah, everyone shut them down saying, nope, this is wrong. They're like, they've had this in, what, South Korea or whatever for... A year and nobody's having any issues. So what are you talking about? They've had this in these countries for this long and nobody's had any issues. You're full of shit. Well, and that is the problem. <clears throat> that is the problem with it that I'm having because, I again, every they're trying to link it to COVID and they and they somebody did this thing where it's like, oh, when uh, 3G came out, we had I think SARS, and when 4G came out, then all of a sudden it was uh, Mars or whatever or something, yeah. and now 5G came out as COVID. I don't. I, I'm not buying that. I think, first of all, 5G has been being installed in various parts of the world f- for at least a year and a half. Yeah. And whether it, I mean, maybe it weakens your system and it allows it to take hold or whatever, but there's no 5G in freaking Africa. No, and that's the There's no thing. 5G in Idaho. There's no 5G in, you there's know, Pacific Islands. A lot of places that have COVID that don't have 5G. So right. it's like, eh. so and you know, the way you're saying, like 5G, it's not one of those things like it's going to be where I'm going to be able to get the 5G from San Francisco here in Washington. It's only going to be so. I mean, if there's countries and stuff that don't have 5G, then mm, no, you know, do I think 5G is dangerous? Yes, but I don't think it's dangerous with in relation to the COVID thing. 
No. Uh, and th- this is where we have, and we have a lot of misinformation too. There's a video going around about uh, people in Wuhan because they're claiming that Wuhan was the first place, or one of the first places in China where they set up the 5G network. And but they actually did it like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and then there's video of these, you know, Wuhan residents knocking over these 5G towers. Well, they're not even 5G towers that they're knocking over. They're they were video surveillance towers is what they were knocking over. Okay. And there might there happened to be maybe one or two of them had some 5G transmitters on it, but they weren't. Now in England, they are setting them on fire. Yeah, they are setting that. They are. That's not a joke. In England, they're they're not playing. They're like, yeah, these are evil. We're gonna burn them all down, and and everybody over there is freaking out about 5G. Um, I think 5G is a problem because. And we're going we're gonna to get into this at some point, but um, the CIA and several organizations around the world, the Nazis and everything, have done extensive studies on frequencies and, con- oh, yeah. and control. Which we will have to get into eventually because that's like oh no we we definitely got to get goes it. into the MK Ultra and MK Ultra was that. a big part of that uh, mind control and I'm telling you that video the Nazis, the, the, um, the 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 um, YouTube video that I recommended earlier, yeah. uh, out of um, out of shadows, out of shadows, touches on this a bit about this. Uh, a lot of those experiments, how they control and how they're they're seeking to control. Now, five G is what I find interesting about five G is is it re- you know is it really going to make things better? Well, everyone's like, oh, it's amazing speed. You're going to be able to do things you've never been able to do That's before. What they said about four G. That's what they said about four G and three G. Yeah, and it was the greatest thing you know known to mankind. Well, I do find it unsettling personally that we're going to have these boxes like blocks apart. That's a little bizarre to me. It's one of those things that comes back to the whole thing of Bill Gates and the the vaccine. Is it's like okay, what is it? What is it really? What else is going into those? Because that's the thing. I'm putting in a 5G tower. If I add something to that 5G tower, like you were saying, you know, in Wuhan, whether you're videotaping and whatever, how wh- how do I know there's not something else in there? They've got cameras so small now, there could be one on your on your microphone, and I wouldn't know it. Yeah, here was so that. Just, here's you know, the thing I was talking about. So 2003, 3G was introduced to the world, and the SARS outbreak. 2009, 4G introduced to the world. We had the swine flu outbreak. And then 2020, 5G introduced to the world and the coronavirus uh, outbreak. Now, I don't know if I'm buying into that uh, because, again, there's not a whole lot. Right now, there's not a whole lot of 5G out there. No. Uh, What I do find interesting, though, is anybody who speaks out against 5G gets immediately shut down and their videos yanked. But there's a million videos on YouTube and elsewhere debunking the 5G myth from supposed scientists, doctors, well, uh, yeah. geek, you know, like, uh, you know, geeks that are, you know, it's like the coronavirus geek squad or whatever, because the coronavirus connection, that's one of those things that it, it's a slide. It's, her- it's a red herring. It's a red herring to say, hey, look, this is how crazy they are. They're trying to convince that us that 5G is, is the coronavirus, but then it's not here, here, and here, so I can prove this wrong when they can't prove the other part. So it's one of those things that in a lot of cases I like looking at those and seeing, okay, if you're, if you're trying to make me look over here, what are, you tr- what are you hiding in the other hand? Right. 
And and there are, you know, I do believe there are big problems with the uh, with the whole 5G thing. And I think we're going to find out as we move along that it, it is it's part of the master plan. Yes. But I don't think it has anything to do with the coronavirus. No, nope, I don't either. Part I, of the plan. I agree. I think I think the whole thing with the coronavirus, like you said, is sort of a red herring and might even be manufactured. Don't know. Yeah. But uh, that's for you to decide, and we just bring the facts to you, and we, we lay it out there and let you decide for yourself. Uh, I do think there's something wrong with it. There's something off about it. Not sure what it is, but it's not the coronavirus. No, it's not. But there's, there is something there. But like I said, it's one of those things, like we said earlier, a lot of these theories, there's some nugget of oh, yeah. truth in there. Yeah. They're just, you know, like I said, I think it's a red herring that they're throwing the, the coronavirus in there so that we're looking at it, and it's going to be people like us. That, you know, we, we say we're realists or whatever, we're, you know, not conspiracy theorists, but conspiracy realists. Yeah. Where we're going to look at it and go, well, this doesn't make sense. There's no way it's part of the coronavirus. But then there's something to it. There's something to it. And they're making us think that it's part of the coronavirus. So it's easy for us to be like, OK, this is crap. Right. So bring it on. Yeah. Let, let's get more. And I will say this, too. While we've been talking about this and you talk about that, hey, they keep like trying to shut everyone down. I've been getting messages from Putin that we've been fading in and out. So interesting. So well, that's uh, they might be trying to block us, too. Hmm. Uh, it, it's happened more than once here on the old uh, on the old rabbit hole. It means so, we're getting close. Anywho, everybody have a safe week and uh, keep yes. your eyes open and. Trust your trust your instincts, man. Trust your eyes. Trust, trust them. your, you know, trust reality. Look what's going on. Don't be don't be a sheep. Don't be fed. Don't be just go out there, look around, keep your eyes open, keep your mind open to the possibilities because I'm telling you, what you're seeing ain't happening. Now. And if you have anything you want us to talk about, you have anything, you know, whatever, any comments, find me on Facebook, Brandon Valentine. Or Email us, nwczradio at gmail.com. Just put the put in the rabbit hole. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you and tackle subjects that, you know, we haven't talked about. But we'll be back next week. We'll be back at 8 o'clock. Brandon, it's good to have you for the whole yes, show. It this yeah, was fun. Good, good times. All right, everybody, we're out of here. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in. It's nwczradio.com, channel one. Later.